Right now, what you're looking at is the four horsemen of this crazy apocalypse. And it's just very fitting because tonight it's all about the team. Several weeks ago, other gentlemen not named me on this show took you back in time and moved some pieces of the world of wrestling around this person to this timeline and so on and so forth. It was his whole, it was the only thing we needed left was Thanos going, that's it. Tonight we revisit that in an episode that I'm going to call tag team hot tub time machine. Welcome to wrestling with egos. Yes. You can take that title as dirty as you'd like to. I approve of it in advance. Again, welcome Depending to Depending on the team, you might not. <laughs> well, the voice you just heard, for those of you not watching us on the YouTubes, if you're watching us on any of our podcasting platforms, such as Anchor, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, I think that's it, Intergalactic Radio, Spotify. You got them all. All right, yes. I had to look um, at my checklist. Yeah, the, <laughs> The voice you heard before, the first voice you heard was that of our mate from across the pond, Katie Hinkin. How's it going, my boy? Going very well. I'm weirdly, once again, I'm getting too used to being awake at this time in the morning, which so, is good. I'm so, I'm destroying my sleeping pattern to talk about wrestling, and I'm bloody fine with this. Um, we appreciate we you, that. sir. So, I didn't have again, a sleeping pattern anyway, do I? Once again, the Americans <laughs> are completely screwing up things in England. So, I mean... USA. <laughs> I think we screw up our own fair stuff too. Our own fair amount. The second voice you heard would be that of my best friend in the entire world, the intellectual savior of this motley crew, Brian. How are you, my friend? Doing well. Uh, we're squarely in the midst of the holiday season, oh, and I'm ready to I'm ready to talk some wrestling tonight. Um, looking forward to seeing where this discussion goes. And. There's one voice missing, and if you're, again, not watching us on the YouTubes, you don't know if he's here or not, will the not-so-mystery guest please sign in? Oh, I'm here. I'm oh. ready to go. <laughs> um, see, he's ready to go. He's being see, really quiet. He's got some things he's got to say. Oh, yeah. So. See, Big Isaac... You know, Big Isaac is here, ladies and gentlemen. And obviously, you know, for those of you not watching this, you can't see you, you can't see that you, you can't see that epitome of the phrase "sexual chocolate." You know, and and for that, guys, I'm sorry, you're missing out. Um, and also, just let just let your soul glow. <laughs> yes, I I consider myself sexual white chocolate. I'll allow you it. Know. I'll allow Wrestling it. with egos after dark, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, that's good. Well, technically, it is dark in 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 all in all of our worlds, even though there's actually only two because there's three guys from Northeast Ohio and one guy from one guy from England. So, I mean, hell, uh, um, uh, just it, it is the same world. Just so you know. Yeah, pretty much. It's random um, as well. Hey, um, we do every once in a while throw in a little bit of random other sports stuff, but here's something that we could all be in agreement on. I think I might really just screw myself up if I'm wrong about this. Raise your hand if your country's in the round of 16 in the World Cup. All right, I couldn't remember if England made it or not. <laughs> oh, come on. I mean, you, 
if we're at the point where America are still there, it's probably certain that England are still there. Let's let's be fair. We were yeah, in the same well, group, look, Patrick. Hey, jer- huh? We were in the same group stage, Patrick. We, we were. Uh, who who won that group? Uh, of course. That would be the uh, three uh, lions, Patrick. Uh, of course. Even though we just... we did terrible against you guys, like terrible. Like. <laughs> so I actually I'm... had another. I actually had another friend of mine uh, from England post. Because he was so mad about the fact that it was a that it was a nil nil tie. Mm-hmm. No, nope, call it soccer. <laughs> yeah, our group was England, United States, Iran, and Wales. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we lost to Wales. We tied UK, and we beat Iran. And that's the only reason we got in was because of that win. Wow. Who you guys if we had first? to win, we wouldn't have made it. Who are you against first in the next round then? Oh, uh, the Netherlands. The Netherlands, um, for us, it, 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 the Netherlands in 12 hours, or I'm sorry, 11 hours. And I don't know that much about them, but it's going to be a tough match for us. Yeah, We're Netherlands gonna... are good from what I, I only know from FIFA, really. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big football fan. I like international football, though, if I'm going to watch anything. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I mean, like, I do not watch uh, Major League Soccer here in the U.S. I find it to be just, eh. Uh, for me, it's either international, or, and I'm not sucking up, but I'll definitely watch uh, English Premier League, even though I, yeah. don't, I, don't, I don't have a favorite club, uh, but I'll just watch it. Cause it's I've, noticed, I've noticed that popping up so much more in, like, a lot of the American things that I watch. They're just talking about British football, Premier League. It's nice. You never see oh, that yeah. before. It's, I... I I find it, for me, it's the most fun. And as far as like a fan base, just getting into it, yeah, it's just rabid and I love yeah, it. Yeah, 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 it is definitely so, that. <laughs> we got some stuff to talk about in addition to the um, the t- the, ta- the hot tub tag team time machine. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep saying that all night long. So just get ready for boys and girls. It's going to be fun. Before you beat that dead horse into the ground, which inevitably I know you will, Patrick, because you <laughs> never... You never miss a trick on that. I would like to revisit a conversation that we had a couple of weeks ago, and I want to get a point of clarification from you first, because I have some bones to pick tonight. From what? Or just from the panel? I want to get a point of clarification from you specifically, Patrick, because you brought this specific point up, and I want to make sure I'm quoting you correctly before I go off on my diatribe. Good Lord, he's asking me to remember something that happened weeks ago. I can't even remember what I had for breakfast yesterday. And while you do that, I am going to look up the definition of diatribe. There you go. <laughs> During the Sean versus Brett debate episode, you referenced the match that Sean had in 2006 at WrestleMania 22 against Vince. And you told me that it won a match of the year award from somebody. From a publication or from a vote of some kind. And I want. Slammy. I don't think it was a slammy. Because a slammy would not have gotten my dander up the way this has. So what was this? The, um, the Bret Hart and Vince McMahon match when like, Bret Hart took like no bumps. Like, it no, obviously. this was. I referenced, you know some of Brett's most classic matches. And then Patrick came back at me with the litany of Sean classic matches. And during the litany of matches, he referenced that Sean versus Vince won match of the year somewhere. And if it was a WWE based award, then I guess that's fine. 
Oh, um, uh, PWI. Well, Street Fight. If you want to buy that one, I could. That was a great match. Okay, I if just bought myself into it. Okay, it's PWI. Then, man, do I have bones to pick? Now, now is PWI? Is that the staff voting on it, or is it readers voting on it? I couldn't tell you. I want. I would probably say. PWI is probably staff, not readers. Staff. That makes this even worse. So, first of all, I went back and I watched that match after. And I still have the same opinion about it that I had before. It was a good match. But it does not deserve to be a match of the year, in my opinion. And I'll tell you why. In my preparations for our impending year-end Iggy Awards, I went to the PWI website today and I printed out 2022's star ratings, you know, so I could start doing my research for match of the year. And I realized at the top of that website, when you go there, there's an index of years. So if you want to get matches from, say, oh, I don't know, 2006, and look at them and see like what the ratings are and you know is there is there a, a better choice i clicked on that bad boy and i printed it out oh boy my first point <laughs> of order gentlemen is that that match only got three and a half stars from the staff at pro wrestling illustrated now are, we now are you sure we're talking about the staff from pwr or are we talking about meltzer meltzer you oh, then that's Melter's not PWI. Melter's Wrestling that's, Observer. Yeah. And Melter hates Vince. Okay, but Melter hates okay, Wrestling at this point. Maybe, maybe you just shot a hole in my argument because I thought the two were Ooh. one and the same. I didn't Pro know. Wrestling that- Illustrated <laughs> is Bill Apter. Okay. I'm still going to go on with this because my dander's up. <laughs> okay, go for it. Go for it. Isaac, would you like to take a guess, since I just told you that the match between Vince and Shane, uh, Sean was rated three and a quarter, or no, three and a half stars, would you like to take a guess as to the number of matches that were more highly rated in 2006 than Vince versus Sean at WrestleMania 22? Just, just give me a number. How many matches do you think were more highly rated? Between seven and ten. Okay. KD, what do you think? Uh, I I, I haven't got a clue. Uh, 17. Okay. Patrick, what do you think? (laughs) I'm sorry. I have to to be a 12-year-old. 69. (laughs) Patrick's the closest. Let's not forget, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, that PWI does rankings for all promotions, not just WWE. There are 70 freaking five more highly rated matches than Vince versus Sean at WrestleMania. And I just went through and highlighted six of them that I've either seen all or part of because I was trying to think of other matches that night that you can make an argument were better than that one. Uh, may I present to you Kurt Angle versus The Undertaker from No Way Out that year. Four stars. 
Edge versus Mick Foley from WrestleMania 22. Oh, Four stars. That's one of my favorite matches, to be fair. Me too. I'm about mm. to impress the hell out of all y'all. From TNA, against all odds, Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles versus Christopher Daniel. Oh, the classic. I forgot about that. Four and a quarter stars. Why couldn't that be your match of the year, guys? Unforgiven. John Cena versus Edge. Four and a quarter stars. From TNA Turning Point 2006, Samoa Joe versus Kurt Angle. Four and a quarter stars. And I've only seen snippets of this match, but I'm making it a point this weekend to watch this one all the way through from Ring of Honor Unified. Four and three quarter stars for Nigel McGuinness versus Brian Danielson. There's a whole lot of other people on here who I don't know, so I'm not going to be ignorant and quite try and quote them. By the way, Kent is on here quite a bit in 2006. Kenta had himself a year in 2006. My point is this. Is it just because it's the name recognition of Sean and Vince that, oh, my God, Sean and Sean carried Vince to this great match. And yeah, it, it was a it was a fine match. If you want to see a guy stuffed in a trash can and get the crap beat out of him, which I guess is what you're paying your hard earned money to see. You're paying to see Vince get his comeuppance. And then we had to watch him wrestle God the next month. Um, but <laughs> that's that's what got my dander up is I just could not wrap my head around why that match deserved to be match of the year in anybody's like even a WWE voting when you had just those three other matches that I mentioned and it ticked me off a little bit because yes I I, I appreciate the genius of Sean and I appreciate the ability of him to make any dance partner look like a million bucks that's what you pay him the big bucks for but my God, just based off of those other six matches that I mentioned, and I bet Patrick, Isaac, and KD, if you looked at this list, you'd find some other bangers on here that I did not highlight for well, whatever we, reason. And you'd be like, well, what about that one? You know, so that's the defense rests, Your Honor. I mean, it, it, it's just, I, 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 that particular part of the discussion a couple of weeks ago, I could not let go. I'm like, Dave, there has I, got to be a better match than that one. I get that. But, so the one thing I'll say about any of these awards, including ours, it's not an exact science. Yes, Somebody's gonna... the EGs, don't you denigrate the EGs like that. We, we put them through the algorithm and we spend minutes trying to come up with these winners. We gave... The worst wrestler of the year award to not, never mind, Nia Jax deserved every minute of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hell, we named the award after her. Um, what was it the whole award? What was it? Yeah, actually, it was the whole award. That's all I remember from Nia Jax now. Oh, forever, that will forever be how I remember her. The screaming, my hole! The, rand- the sheer randomness of that out of nowhere as well. Just came out of nowhere. Yeah, and I, the less we talk about Nia Jax on this show, the better. So, <gasps> moving on. Um, Brian was getting a bit excited about- thinking about Nia Jax's hold in. Well, no, this is the third time in the history of this show, <laughs> Patrick has broken Brian, and that's why Brian is on mute right now. He needs to compose himself, and trust me, it has nothing to do with Nia Jax's hole. 
What did I? What did I do? Ladies and gentlemen, we have a first, a very big first. Brian's on mute for an extended period of time. I mean, I, I, I must have. I, I don't even realize. I, I don't even realize I was, I was hitting a homer there. Damn, go me. Um, <laughs> before we get into the meat of tonight's topic, I need to talk about one simple word: heartbreak. Because it's coming. If you guys did not watch, first off, panel, have we all seen the men's war games match from this past weekend at Survivor Series? Chef's kiss. Oh, yeah. Yes. So we can talk about the match itself, which was boom, but I want to bring it to just a tiny little bit, and that'd be the last minute of the actual match and the aftermath. Uh, Sami Zayn low blows KO, hits the huluva kick, offers him up so Jay can hit the splash. One, two, three, it's over. Roman gives Sami a hug, and then Jay Uso pretty much hug assault him <laughs> in like the ultimate form of acceptance. And now you're seeing uh, seeing the the double, you know, not only Jimmy and Sammy dapping it up, but Jay as well. If I'm not mistaken, actually tonight, uh, Sammy hit both of them simultaneously um, on uh, on SmackDown. Which don't, don't, don't give me SmackDown spoilers. I haven't watched it yet. I'm just telling you that. That's it. That's it. Um, which to me just further emphasizes what we're about to get into. We know, because we've all watched wrestling long enough, that at some point, the bloodline's going to turn on the white guy. <laughs> or, or the Syrian guy. Whatever. <laughs> the guy. Yes, that's yeah, time on yeah. tradition, Patrick, of the Samoans turning on the Syrians. Yes. It's just, they wow. were doing that in world-class championship hmm? wrestling. I know, yeah. Um, well, the Dory family's going to... made that the backbone of his promotion in Amarillo, yeah, more, Texas. More like Bill Watts. <laughs> anyway, so the bloodline's going to turn on the one guy that isn't related to them. Um, and anybody with a brain can realize this is going to be heartbreaking. So I ask you guys this. Book it. Book this and make it as absolutely heart-wrenching as you can. How do you kick Sami Zayn out of the bloodline? See, it's hard, like, because I know where I'd like it to go, but I don't know at what point I'd want him to leave the bloodline. That's the problem with this. I think for me, I think the best place for him to leave the bloodline is I just kind of, I think for me, I would end up having Roman defending the title against Owens at the Rumble, and then somehow it leading to Roman defending the title against Sammy at Elimination Chamber, and then Owens and Sammy taking the tag titles off of the Usos at WrestleMania. But then at what I point? Think, 
That's the thing. I, I think for me, the way to do it, it to, the way to kick Sammy out is Roman in the Rumble essentially annihilate KO at the end. And it's just an absolute massacre. And more or less Sammy stepping in the way to, hey, he's still my best friend. You know, you know, that's enough. He's had enough. And that be, you know, you know, enough to be able to say you you stood against the tribal chief, you're out. Um, and you can still kind of tease that for a week or two. Because let's be honest, you really don't need to have a huge build towards Roman and Sammy because if you tease it, you don't need to really announce it until the last minute, kind of like Cena and Undertaker at the second WrestleMania New Orleans, whatever number that was. 34. Thank you. You always, you always, you always remind me of that, Brian. That's why I love you. Um, see, that's what I would do. And Sammy gets his ass handed to him. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's it's a it's a 10-minute just massacre. See, I like all of that, but it feels what would be even nicer then is if that happens at uh is it is it the one after um at the moment is elimination elimination chamber still? The mid one it's in I, montreal i yeah i don't know what pay-per-view it's going to be what the name of the pay-per-view is going to yeah, be yeah 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 but yeah okay. the february pay-per-view is in montreal so I, I i like the idea of him going for the title there but i think more than anything i like the idea of him turning on him there in montreal so maybe like the second maybe they do like two ko matches you know and the second one is where he beats him down so much and then sammy's there and that's when he does it and that could lead up to uh, the usos because yeah, yeah, I think that's how I'd like to see it. I don't know how it, it's, I don't know. See, I think, for me, I think the best way is to in, is for the end game to be Owens and Sammy against the Usos at Mania. Because mm-hmm. uh, I personally, if I'm writing it, WrestleMania, is this what, 39? Yeah. yeah. WrestleMania 39 is the fall of the bloodline. Roman lo- Roman loses, Sammy uh, Roman loses and the Usos lose. Are you guys expecting Rock to be there? No. I'm hoping to I'm hoping to God no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that ship has sailed, Katie, in my mind. Well, it's still high strongly rumored, man. Like, I wouldn't be surprised still. I I wouldn't either because, you know, they've done dumber shit. Um, but and the story is there. Like it's a right. huge get for WrestleMania to have the Rock there. Like it always is. Right, but, I also, story. but as far as another huge gate, if he's healthy, the answer is Cody Rhodes. I don't know because WrestleMania is always about getting like the um, the casual fans in it and stuff. Yeah, casual I, fans are going to be more inclined to watch if the Rock's there. Right, and 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 you're right, but it doesn't mean I want time, it to be that way. But I'm just saying, well, I think it will go, you know. Right. Yeah, but you yeah. Also have to think, there's, we're no longer writing for an audience of one now. We're writing for a, you know, the 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 
the the head creative guy actually understands wrestling and not sports entertainment, pal. Um, one of the one of the one of the CEOs is also like um, a business money man as well, though. Right, and also you know. one of the one of the CEOs is also Dwayne Johnson's longtime buddy. Uh, I still don't think it's going to be The Rock. I think this is going to be the first WrestleMania we've had in a long time where it's actually wrestling as opposed to, you know, a big money grab. Um, but when Logan Paul will be there again. When it comes to WrestleMania, though. Well, repeat that again, Isaac? It's always a big money grab when it comes to WrestleMania, though. Well, of course, yeah. this is the biggest damn show of the year, and it's also going to be a two-night event. I mean, how could it not be? I mean, just like Wrestle Kingdom next month. It's, I mean, it's the biggest show of the year. It is a money grab, no matter how many ways you slice it. The Super Bowl is a money grab, even though it is the it is the the NFL's championship, and it's one of the one of the global from a global perspective, one of the most televised events of the entire entire year. Doesn't matter who doesn't matter how great the game's going to be. It's still a money grab. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I personally. Don't want to see any of this unless the Sami Zayn removal from the bloodline is just gut wrenching. Yeah, it has to be. I think it'll be either way. I don't see how they've done the story so much justice as well the whole time, you know. This has been the, from a WWE perspective, this has been the best told storyline they have done. Since Champa and Gargano, I'll agree with that. I mean, because you have to think, Champa and Gargano was told brilliantly. Um, so I, I'm very much, I'm looking forward to seeing how this all pans out. I think it's gonna. I'm hoping that it lead, leads up, that it lives up rather to all of our expectations because the bar is already being set pretty high. I've got one question I'd like to ask you about all of you about that particularly. Do you see or do you want the whole Sammy bloodline storyline ending at whatever point with Sammy winning the title? The WWE title, you know, the main one or the undisputed, whatever it is now. That would be awesome. I'll also say very unlikely. Don't get me wrong, in a perfect world for Sammy to win that at Mania, oh shit. (laughs) Not necessarily at Mania, just in general, though, could be after. No, if they're if they're gonna do that, it has to be Mania. Either that or the night after Mania. It has to be that. You just just see it in my head for how I'd book it. Okay. Since since you've been away, you've been away taking care of that lingering cough of yours. Go ahead. Um, what I would do accomplishes a couple of things. It makes Solo Sokoa a little more prominent than he has been. And it puts a championship on Sammy. I want to split those titles up again. Because... Even so, even though I will give you how wonderfully booked the story has been with Roman as the undisputed 
unified whatever they're calling it. I forget what the actual verbiage is. The fact that you have two championships gives more people opportunities to get those championships, I think. Now, maybe this takes some steam off of who I want to win in Mania. But maybe Cody comes back for the Rumble. Comes in at maybe number 20 or 21 or some of that. So it's not a foregone conclusion. Oh, he's number 30. He's going to win. You know, that kind of thing. Or 28. Yeah. Knowing him, he wanted to come in earlier than later. You know, mm -hmm. and if that were him, I'd say, fine. You want to come in at like 14, 15, do some work. You know, remind everybody how great you are. And then maybe at the Royal Rumble also is where you have the first encounter between Reigns and KO. And you have a beatdown. And behind the scenes, Sammy checks up on KO. And the only one member of the bloodline who witnesses him doing that is Solo. Because Solo is kind of like that silent enforcer right now. Yeah. Maybe he walks by a training room and sees them talking, you know, that kind of thing. Let's it go. Sees it again on SmackDown. Now he starts to get concerned. And he goes back and he tells, you know, his blood. And that's when Roman starts the tests again, you know, like he was doing before. And I think that's what makes the storyline work more than anything is Roman's facials. And Roman's posturing. I've never seen somebody say so much with so few words. Oh, I know. It's unreal. The last guy that I remember that could do that was Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake didn't talk that much. But, um, excuse me. So, and then in that circumstance, maybe you have the expulsion of Sammy from the bloodline on a Raw or a SmackDown leading up to No Way Out, because if No Way Out or uh, if Elimination Chamber is in Montreal, that's where I put one of the championships on Sammy for that hometown reaction. Can you imagine how bonkers those people would go if Sammy took a championship off of, and then you've got Roman trying to pick up the pieces and that's when Cody comes in and takes the other championship off of him at Mania to get the reaction he so richly deserves. <clears throat> in that circumstance, though, I don't know who you have take the tag belts off of the Usos, though, because then who, who does Kevin Owens partner with? Right, and I, I think... And I didn't way... think that all the way through. This is why I'm terrible at fantasy booking. Boys. still go with KO, though. That could still work. Sammy and KO yeah. still. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... That wouldn't be the first time that we've had someone with the title also be tag champ. Um, anybody got anything else they want to add to this before we move on to the other part of uh, the other part of tonight's show? No. I have Sami Zayn. You're one of the people that whoever is in the main event at WrestleMania against. I'm I would, I'm saying Cody Rhodes right now because that's where all the roads lead to. But Sami <laughs> Zayn. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. This guy. That's why he's on payroll, boys and girls. That's why I get paid the the big bucks, whatever that is. Anyway, right. um, I see Sammy screwing him at Mania, 
and everything everything looking fine up until the elimination chamber where you know Jay screws up screws up Sammy and and the best way to get back at, at uh Jay mm-hmm. is to screw Roman at Mania and I see that I, I that's what I would do but you know and that's uh, that's just why I, I think it would go different yeah very much very much but you know what that works too i like mm. i like the fact that we all have slightly different takes on it and every last one of them work That's- i did just think of one slightly different thing as well um interesting if maybe it doesn't break up on the bloodline like until after mania maybe sammy wins the briefcase money in the bank do something there with it, you know, maybe he's supposed to lie down or something, but it's just like, no, he's going to go for it, wins the title. Even if he doesn't win, he could do it then without winning. Because I don't know if I fucking see them breaking Roman's title streak for Sammy. KD wants Roman to like. to a thousand days as champion. That's what he's doing there with the money in the bank. I see what you're doing there, KD. Well, first off, first off, there's really nothing wrong with that. I mean, Roman's Roman's reign doesn't necessarily need to end right now. I mean, it's it's... You, you can continue to tell that story legs. but the problem is you just have to be able to you know it's a lot like how we've always joked when we were doing all the trivia stuff you know the the one you know whenever i finally lost you know we were going to do the whole you know titanic theme song and brian and isaac were going to completely lose their crap and it was going to be one of those big celebration kind of things you need to build it up this you you need to build it up to like the ultimate culmination. Like this is the moment. This is the moment. Yes. Like you know, it's it's the <clears throat> uh, it's the nineteen eighty uh, U.S. U.S. Olympic hockey team. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. You know, right. beating beating uh, the Soviets. I mean, it's that you have to build to that. No matter who is the guy taking the title off of Roman, whether it's Cody. God, I hope not, but whether it's The Rock, whether it's Seth, um, and I don't think that's a lot of realm of possibilities of being them, mm-hmm. them flipping Rollins to a babyface and having There's him ultimately. You're not talking about possibly taking the title off of Roman. Who? I think this is the perfect time. If if WWE plays their cards right, it's the perfect time for that long-awaited Simon Dean comeback. Oh, my God. <laughs> on the Ladies and gentlemen, someone's about to be over. Lives. He runs over Roman on the Segway, man, and pins him. Oh. One, two, three. The boyhood dream is come true. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't see how you can't go with that, personally. If WWE haven't had that idea already, they need to listen to this and do it. KD, KD, stop. Do not encourage him. <laughs> Every couple I think of it's months, it's a great idea. Every couple of months, Katie, I take that Simon Dean card out of the deck and I play it and I get just the reaction I want to get. God, it's a good card to play. Anyway, moving on. Um, In fact, talk- next week on Wrestling with Shut Eagles, up, Brian. news. He's gonna be here. Straight up, Simon Dean and Nia Jax all night long. <laughs> good God. Um, God. There's this a really horrible angle. Your top shelf wrestling content. There's a really horrible <laughs> angle to be written there between um between Simon Dean and Nia Jax. There's a really horrible angle to be written. Oh, really hot for one. Oh God. Anyway, moving on. Uh, 
So several weeks ago, the guys, um, while I was away one weekend, um, did a time machine episode, taking guys from certain eras and moving them to others because that would be another great fit. Well, they focused on a lot of singles wrestlers and not necessarily tag teams. Me personally, I'm a big tag team fan. And I felt, yeah, we need to redo this, but just focus on the tag teams of the world because there's a lot of juiciness in there because there's so many great tag teams throughout the history of wrestling. So tonight, it's tag team hot tub time machine. Let's rock and roll. Um, so I want to, I'd like to start this with my big one. I'm not saving this one. I'm doing this one right now. You're going you're gonna to go to the 80s, and you're going to move this team, not necessarily a tag team, but this team to present day. Because with social media and marketing and these guys' looks, ching, the Von Erics. I would move the Von Erics to, honestly, I'd move them right now to AEW. I'm, I'm wondering now if you're going to equal one of the ones I was writing earlier. I'm interested Carrie, to see where this goes. Carrie and Kevin Von Erich would be over like all get out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, if, 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 if the gimmick's the same, I mean, if they're coming through the crowd and letting all the girls kiss them and stuff like that and grab at them and... That's the part of that, but them I could never get over. I respect them, you know, their work in the ring. It, it speaks for itself. I respect, you know, the lineage with their dad and and, and stuff like that. Um, but my goodness, like I I could not imagine like a, a wrestler getting pawed like that. Well, you also have to go back and look the way they the way the sportatorium was set up. If you go back and watch any of that old world class footage. They didn't have guardrails on the aisles. They had uh, on the aisles. They had these little cables, but you only had about that much room to walk through. It wasn't like when we go to wrestling shows now, and you've got you can you can well, literally, yeah you can have four people wide and still have room to barely touch the guardrails. You know you you could walk. You could not walk side by side on those aisles of the sportatorium because of the cables and also <coughs> because the fans would push up against them. And now you go from here to here. And when and we know about all about the incidents through the years of wrestlers getting stuff thrown at them and, you know, injured and trying to, you know, get, you know, people trying to like run at them and kill them and stuff like that. Uh huh. Like in Mexico and in uh, other places, Puerto Rico, yeah, stabbed. Yeah. yeah, Bruiser Brody. <laughs> but then again, Bruiser oh, Brody got yeah. stabbed by uh, somebody right. in the locker room. Never mind. Garcia, whatever was uh, was it that? What was it uh, his name? The Invader Two. That was it. Yeah, he was Something Invader like Two. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird acting, but yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, good. I mean, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, that's the first thing I would do is I would say move the Von Erichs to present day all elite wrestling um with their skill set they'd get over with their looks they'd get over maybe hope hope to god somebody teaches carrie god rest his soul how to cut a promo 
But, you know, aside from that, I mean. You, There's always you room for improvement. <laughs> you, you got something to work with. Who, who's who got one next? Oh, I, I thought we had to come up with, like, the matches. No. Okay, oh, cool. geez, oh, no, we, we can't. No, I mean. Oh, no. No, you're, you're literally just moving one team from whatever era to another one because it's a great fit. I can do that as well. It's easier. Um, this one seems kind of obvious. A lot of them seem obvious, to be honest, Brian. And I'm going to wish that one of the guys didn't get so severely injured and cut what was a very promising tag team career short in the blink of an eye. I know. I, I you're about to, you're about to do my next one, aren't you? Are you, are, were you going to go American Alpha next? Yep. <laughs> yeah. There, American Alpha, when we, we've talked about what could have been on this show a lot of times. I still say if Jason Jordan doesn't get hurt the way he got hurt, they don't, he doesn't have all those false starts after he came back as, you know, Kurt Angle's illegitimate kid and yada, 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 and kissing up to Seth and all that kind of stuff because it just didn't work. Um, Patrick, you, you know, because we were in – person to see how it didn't work yeah we were like we were one of the people razzing him while he was sitting on the folding chair at the top of the stage um along with our buddy braylon shout out to braylon what's up buddy um but if i i imagine what american alpha could do also in aew i mean they would it's it's a it's a good tag scene in AEW, but American Alpha could kick it in the in the, in the uh, rear a little bit. AEW's tag scene isn't a good tag scene. It is a ridiculous tag scene. And moving them to AEW would just make... Oh, you've got yeah. some teams in I, there I, that could absolutely go. I mean, you've got the Lucha Brothers. You've got yeah. the Bucks. You've Top got flight. FTR. You've got um, um, Taylor and Trent. Talent-wise, yeah, the tag scene is amazing. The way it's being booked, it's atrocious. Oh, no, no, no. No, yeah, the, the way it's, the way it's being booked, being... we're not talking yeah. about that. It's like the yeah, whole of no, AEW, basically. We're, is that... we're ignoring bookers and just going on talent. The other places... talent, so... I'm already fantasizing about American Alpha versus The Acclaimed. Oh, my God. I mean, those those guys no, hey, bring the best for out of me, each other. For me, even though we've already seen it, I'd still want to see American Alpha and FTR. Um, I had American Alpha. I bet all four of us are going to bring up FTR at some point during this discussion because they uh, fit yeah, just gonna, about anywhere. I'm, mm-hmm. We're not there yet. I'm going to bring. I'm going to bring them up later again. Um, but for me, American Alpha, I'm going back, and I'm taking them to Jim Crockett Promotions. Could you imagine American Alpha and Tully and Arn? American Alpha and the Midnight Express. American Alpha and the Rock and Roll Express. American Alpha and the Road Warriors. American Alpha and any combination of the Horsemen. Um, Luger and Wyndham. Um, Luger and Sting. Um, I can keep going. <laughs> and you um, know what the... <laughs> <clears throat> with the marketing they were doing back then, you know, two clean cut all American boys like that, Jim Crockett would salivate. He's like, mm-hmm. we can, we can just print money. 
with, with the be, he would be salivating emotional appearances and he would be salivating over that much like Dave Meltzer salivates over Kenny Omega doing anything in the Tokyo Dome. Yep. Uh, but yeah, for me, I would take American Alpha and I'm going to the 80s because damn the business they could do with some of those some of those legendary tag teams. I mean, my God. Forget this best of seven series that we've got against Death Triangle and the Elite. Give me a best of seven series against American Alpha and the freaking Rock and Roll Express. Good God. <laughs> Who wants to go next? Yeah. Isaac, hit it. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up a team that no one's really thought about in a while. I'm gonna put this team into AEW right now with, you know, who they are and what they can do. I'm going to put Sabu and R-V-D. Put those two mother in with, you know. Amen. With, I don't. Do I need to start saying no, Death Triangle? No. Say Private Party. Do I need to? Do I? You know. Do I need to say Matt, the Jacksons? No. Oh, I mean, my two right there. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think anything else needs to be said about that. I. I did not say. and Rock and Dan would screw up the Young Bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> we all know that's happening. That's not the point. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I, I, since we just—I mean, the young bucks are great and all, but uh, since we I just what, mentioned, said. we just mentioned them. I have a question because if we do, I want to address my beef with it right now. Does anybody have the young bucks going to the early '90s WWE just so we can have the young bucks and the rockers? I don't want the Young Bucks now. God, no. No, 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 no. And here's why. I do not need to see an effing super kick party in front of the man that made the super kick an actual fucking (laughs) finisher. Not a watered-down throwaway move. Do not give me that because the Young Bucks have bastardized one of the best finishers of all time. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. It's, as much as I don't like the um, the Young Bucks, the, the Usos do it just as much, probably more. Right, but the Usos... For a long time, they've done it for a long time right, as well. Right, but the Bucks were doing it before the Usos. The Bucks are old. I don't know how long they've really been going, so... They've been around for a while. Bucks and moving them. The problem with moving the Bucks is they are such a... What's the adjective I want to use? They're a very referential tag team. And by referential, mm. I mean it's very clear when you watch them who their inspirations are. They don't, they they don't, and I, and I'm, and I I enjoy watching them. I don't, I don't think every match is match of the year and stuff like that. They have had some matches that have you know really impacted me. Um, but it's 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 obvious that who they watched growing up is who they imitate in the ring now with the gear and with the move set and with this and with that, which is why I don't think you can put, move them back in time that far because so many of, or so many of the, 
<coughs> excuse me, combinations that we have that are good is because it's a clash in styles. It's, be, you know, and that's why we say FTR can really go anywhere. Because they can brawl, they can be athletic, they can do wrestling and counter-wrestling if you want to do that. They'll fit anywhere. Um, I, I literally have them on my list as FTR2 anywhere. Right. I have okay. actually one, two, I have three, <coughs> we just said the word anywhere. Let me just throw this out. I have three teams on my list that it literally says them to anywhere. FTR, Dudley's, Steiner's. Any of them. I think Dudley's definitely, yes. But, and, and, and Dudley's and FTR are definitely, yes. I don't know about the Steiners. I just don't know them as much. Like, oh, no. Who did I didn't see them Apologies as much. to everyone for the coughing, by the way. I think I just got myself so worked up with the being of the show that I'm trying to just like. <laughs> no, I'll co sign I'll Patrick on the Steiners. They were an amazing tag team. Um, and for their size, for what they did, for what they're what they're able to do, they they can't put in some work, and it doesn't matter where they go. Yeah, so I, I think I think those are and there's a lot of teams that I have on my list, but they fit best in a specific place. Those are the only three teams. When I was putting my list together, I'm like, yeah, I could put FTR in Jim Crockett. I could put them in Attitude Era. I could put them in. NWO, NWO era WCW. I could put them in AEW right now. We did see them in the golden era of NXT. Um, you could put them anywhere. The same with the Dudleys. Whichever mm-hmm. version of the Dudleys you want to go with, whether it was ECW Dudleys, TNA Dudleys, or WWE Dudleys, and the Steiners are the exact same way. Any of those teams can go anywhere and still be the damn Steiners. You can't do that with teams like the Road Warriors because there's certain eras of re- eras of tag team wrestling. My opinion, the Road Warriors don't work. Like for example, right now. Yeah. Katie, let's hear one of yours. Okay. Um, I've got a couple written down while I was doing that. You know, I'm going to throw a new one out there that I've just thought. Actually, no, it's kind of in the same kind of vibe as what you were just talking about, actually, with the ECW kind of things. So I'll go a different way. Too cool in AEW now. God. Just be perfect. You just imagine it. All no, the no, skits. No, I, hang on. Brian? Isaac? You know what I'm about to do. Katie? <laughs> This means the six fingers means my my favorite catchphrase that I use on this show. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> I'm in. going to be first in line for that too cool AEW t-shirt. <laughs> I'm in, dude. I'm in. That would be too cool versus the acclaimed. Sign me yeah. up. <laughs> I'll just keep imagining um, an orange skit as well with an orange Cassidy. Doing a little mini version of the dance with them, you know. Dan Housen. Oh, my yeah. God. Too cool in Dan Housen. <laughs> stop. Just stop. No. No. This think... is amazing. <laughs> this is. This, this, might, this might be the winner of the night. <laughs> um, wow. I'm gonna, I got to write that one down. I love it. I feel like it's probably up for like 
comedy people in there that we're not even thinking of as well. You could throw something in with the pizza man, whatever his name was. Luigi Primo. That's the one, sure. My God. And you could also have him playing off against, you know, kind of the straight men tag teams. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine the could you imagine some of the stuff we get between, you know, too cool and say Adam Cole baby? <laughs> Well, oh, to, to be fair, you know what? It would be very entertaining as well listening to promos between Too Cool and the Young Bucks. That would be fun. I'd be there oh for that. God, oh my God! Anyway, somebody, 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 go before I continue to keep fawning Here's over one. this idea because I'm in love with this idea already. <clears throat> and I'm going to send these guys to NXT because I think it would encourage them to work safer. Hmm. British Bulldogs. In NXT, I would love. I would have loved to see what could have happened with them. B. If the Dynamite Kid had not relied on the flying headbutt so much. B. Get out of my head. Get out of my head. That's literally what I have. I have. I have Bulldogs to the golden era of NXT. Because. I. They were one of the teams I, I watched as a, as a kid. When I first started watching wrestling in the mid-80s, late-80s, they were the ones, they were always on TV. They were always featured at Mania. Um, something, something. But as else I got I'm... older and I started realizing the danger of doing some of their moves like that, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the neck trauma and the head trauma and... You know, he used to do it a different way as well. I didn't need a Benoit. So, like, originally, I don't know if he changed it later on, but he used to kind of like curved as he came in, didn't he? The head but it still screwed up Tom Billington like big time. Oh, you yeah. know, his life disintegrated towards the end of his life. Right. That's, you know, that was one thing that Harley Race would say is, you know, the worst thing he ever did to himself was that was a flying headbutt. And he was only doing it off the second rope. Right. Oh, I forgot about that. I thought he did it from a standing position. I didn't know he went to the ropes and did it. Oh, he did it for a second. I, Brian, you bring up them working safer. I just simply bring up their style. Oh yeah, because it's very much grounded. That that style would get (laughs) over so well because it is a perfect blend of speed, agility, technique, power, and teams like that were. And and as I'm thinking about it, I'd have to go back and watch their stuff. They weren't as high flying, I think, as maybe some people think they are. I recall, especially Bulldog, being very ground and pound, and it was, um, it was dynamite. It was the it was dynamite. That was dynamite the high, high flyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were a they were a mix. It was. Did, to look at NXT teams that we knew of, and for the record, I would this team's actually on my list because I would move them to the Attitude Era of WWE. They have that same style-ish as the Ascension. Agile guy, power guy, both have a hell of a lot of technique. I think the Ascension, the Ascension would have been awesome in the Attitude Era, my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Me, the gimmick okay. might have gotten <laughs> the gimmick might have gotten over a little better too. I agree hmm. because I remember I brought them up in my "Look Good on Paper" or, or the "Look Good on Paper" discussion last month. Uh huh. 
as that they were just a team that I didn't get. Like it's almost like they're trying too hard to like make them the new spooky bollocks, you know, team. Yeah. And I I don't it, it fell flat for me. Who's so. next? Because I got I've got a couple that I haven't touched yet, but um, I got um. I imagine it'd be quite entertaining having the Lucha Brothers in the proper attitude ever. That'd have been cool. Even though, once again, with their style, I feel like they'd have probably had to do something different a bit. No. Chill it out a bit, at least. No. Phoenix, anyway. No. Okay, don't do it. No. In the Attitude Era? They would both would be have... a revelation. Oh, mm. my God. Yeah. Mm. Everybody would leave the arena talking about them every night. Mm. Yeah. I mean... You 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 know, because you already had the Hardys, Edge and Christian, and the Dudleys tearing the house down them just about every damn night. And now you add Penta and Ray Phoenix. Good God. Um, we, you, we're already talking about arguably the greatest tag team era in the history of the business with those three teams and the other teams that surrounded them. In the late 90s WWE. Now you're going to use a time machine to take the Lucha Brothers there? Good God. Game over. Game <laughs> over. <laughs> I just thought about something else that we're not really doing. We have an opportunity to revitalize the tag team scene in WWE right now. Let's take some of these other oh, yeah. tag teams and bring them forward for crying out loud. Oh, God, yeah. Because um, well, it's just the Usos and the New Day and I can't um, think of any more <laughs> tag teams after that. Brian? Well, American uh, Alpha Academy, they're awesome at the moment. I love them. Oh, my God. Yeah. Shoosh. I'm not going to lie. I prefer them to the American American Alpha. Yeah. It's funny that you mention taking some of these teams from the past and bringing them up here because it just so happens there's two on my list. He's bringing the bruiser and the crusher, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to make that gate. (laughs) (laughs) He's talking about DIY. No, actually, I have DIY going to AEW right now. But that's not the. I, I have two teams from way back that I would bring to WWE right here and right now, and they both have the same word in. And they they both have the same word in their team names. Express. I would, take, I would yeah, both expresses. Give me the midnight. Eaton and Lane, not Eaton and Condry, Eaton and Lane, and the Rock and Roll Express. Give me the Midnight Express with, with, with Jim Cornette. Oh, okay. So now I'm down. Now I'm down. I'm down now. You have to have Jim Cornette there, or it just no, no. And it doesn't work without Jim Cornette. Mm. Say what? It doesn't work without Jim Cornette. He's the icing on the top. He's the cherry. I, I want to say, excuse me. But yeah, the suits he was wearing, he looked like a freaking cherry. Damn right, he was a cherry. Uh, but yeah, take both expresses and move them to current WWE, and that is a shot of adrenaline into that tag division because now you can take either one of those teams and pair them against the New Day, Alpha Academy, the Usos, um, Gallows and Anderson, um, any you know, um. You can go Priest and Bowler from Judgment Day. Um, there's a lot of things you can do with those teams, and they will all work. <laughs> Especially some of your super heel tag teams, and you're going to put them across the ring from Ricky and Robert? <laughs> okay. Thank you. 
Yes, what exactly. You, imagine an FTR coming back over as well. Oh my God. And, and then seeing... FTR, <coughs> if they ever came back to WWE, they probably won't. No. But if they uh, ever... Did, Triple H right now is trying to get them to come back. He's reached out to them after the Vince McMahon era. But the problem of it is, and you guys will agree, why in the hell would they come back to sit here and just be thrown into um, a division where they're not going to get the belts anytime soon because... They, of, they languish. Kind of ready on now, though. They're already languishing. Yeah, they've that's got, where they are. <laughs> they've got three world titles. And they're not, and, and they wrestle once a freaking month. By the way, Dax Harwood versus Brian Danielson. Thank you. Good lord. Um, Dax Harwood versus anybody at this point. Hell, Dax of, Harwood versus Brian. He dragged me to a three and a half star match. Oh yeah, easily. <laughs> um, I'm I'm telling you right now. When we here in a few weeks, when we start debating the end of the year Iggy Awards, um, I'm making a very hard case for Dax Harwood as wrestler of the year, and I'm making a very hard case for that as match of the year. I'm not arguing. I can't right now. I'm I'm not I'm not going to be happy unless Dax Harwood wins match of the year somehow, some way, because there's a, there's several that could, they could make that argument. There's some amazing matches this year, though. There's some stiff competition. Just from a cursory glance at this year's Mm -hmm. ratings, I forgot about that. That's the problem. I I print this out every year. I forget about all the stuff that happened in March, you know. This year is going to be an absolute bitch. To figure out match of the year. What I really want to do is when we decide to actually sit down and discuss this, I want to record that argument just by itself as bonus content. Because damn, <laughs> that's <laughs> going to be fun. Um, see, I had one more. I have actually got three more that I want to throw out, but who else has got stuff? Um, I, I don't know if this would count as a tag team, but I imagine like Timothy Thatcher and Riddle going, as you said, going anywhere like back in the day. So yeah. just a fully throwback team. That's they weren't a tag team for that long, though. So you could have also, if you're if you're going to go that route, you could have also gone Broserweight. You could have gone Riddle and done. Yeah, I wasn't as into that. I like Thatcher more. I don't know why. But it was... KD just jogged my memory about something. Uh, okay, well, hit it. And I can't hit believe it. it took me this long to think about these guys because they're low-key one of my favorite tag teams of all time. Okay. And they're British. Oh. Mustache Mountain to WCW. Oh. <laughs> Can you oh imagine them in WCW? <laughs> I mean, great. you know... Charisma, both of them, Tyler Bate and Trent Seven, have charisma for mm. days. Yeah. So they wouldn't be any slouches on the microphone. But then when it came time to get in the ring, let's go. You know. And you can match them against any of those bigger tag teams that 
NWO era WCW had. Because let's be honest, <laughs> let's be honest. The idea of Tyler Bate power bombing, God rest his soul, but Scott Hall or Kevin Nash. Yeah, and he could do, and he yep. could do either one of them because that's a big strong boy. Yeah, <laughs> big strong boy. <laughs> I mean, my God, I, that that's a great one. Um, you mentioned I'm well, I didn't come up with that right from the jump, but you know. So I've got two from one I mean, promotion. Last one, so. I I got two from one promotion going to different places, but there's both in the same promotion, same time. In matter of fact, they had a best of seven series, and which was phenomenal. Um, I would like to take the tag team known as Beer Money <laughs> and move them to the golden era of NXT. I was thinking about Beer Money, but I couldn't think of a place for them. <laughs> NXT. Oh, my God. That would be fun. Mm. And I'd take the Motor City Machine Guns oh, in no. their prime. Not now, but in their prime. And bring their asses right now to AEW or WWE. Yeah. Either one would work. You made me think of another one. Who? And this is another one that could work anywhere. Anywhere you put them. Box office. The Briscoes. With their determination. Which Briscoes? Jerry and Jack? Or, <laughs> um, or J- Mark and Jay? Mark and Jay. Okay. I mean, Jerry and Jack would be interesting because that's an old school back in the day. I would love to see them like tan somebody's hide, you know, yeah. good old fashioned ass whooping. There, there you, uh, Jerry, Jerry and uh, Jack against the Young Bucks. There we go. That that'll be it. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, at, as someone who's not a fan of the Young Bucks, yes, please. Take the money. Because yeah, I, mean, I mean that would that you want a clash in styles. There's the clash in styles. Yeah, try and do that flippy stuff with me. But I've just I I, I haven't seen a lot of their matches because I don't watch Ring of Honor that often. I don't watch other promotions that the Briscoes are in. But I know enough about them. I I follow them on Twitter, so I get to see like whenever they just record like uh, they they feel like saying something on Twitter and they record a video in their garage. And I feel like Jay Briscoe, like boring into my soul oh, when yeah. he's talking. You can see like the beads of sweat on his beard and stuff like that. He's, I've been working out because it don't stop. And you want you want to come for me, you come for me, but I'm gonna fight. You know, it's just like, okay, I believe you. You know that kind of yeah. thing. And you know, foreshadowing, they're up. They're they're one of my match of the year candidates. Lest we forget about the match they had with FTR earlier this year. I don't think you could forget that. And yes, that's definitely on, that's definitely on should be on anybody's short list. That's not a prediction, that's but, a spoiler. In the same way as yourself, I've I I don't know if I've ever watched a full one of their matches, hence why I haven't actually seen that match. Ooh. Look it up. Look yeah. it up. <laughs> so here's another one of mine. And I don't know if this one would be um if this one would really work or not. Your thoughts. Moving them to present day WWE. 
Harlem Heat. Don't see why I wouldn't. I don't. Uh... <sighs> Work rate. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let I me guess. Was it, was it Booker that did most of the talking? Yes, because Booker or, um, uh, No, they, they Booker and Stevie both did their yeah, own. I I'm, I'm really Didn't they have a mouthpiece as well at one point, I think, in a lot of it. Yeah, they yeah. had Sherry. They had Sherry, but they also had Colonel Robert, Colonel Robert Parker. Early, uh, earlier. Right. You're right about that. I, I would move Harlem Heat to this present day, no mouthpiece, let Booker and Stevie do their own talking, because they could do it very well on their own. Now, can you dig that? Um, Sucha! Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Just as long as Booker T's not coming for Hulk Hogan, we are, we're all right. <laughs> <laughs> we are indeed we're okay <laughs> I want to say my last one because my last one's a little out there does anybody else have one or should I go ahead and drop this curveball drop them drop the mic mm -hmm. we're, we're taking a team from right now one of and for is this generation one of the greatest tag teams of this generation and we're moving them to the 80s in WWE, where it is very kid-friendly. I'm moving show. New Day to the 80s. That would work. Merch, 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 merch. <laughs> and oh yeah, banger after banger after banger. After oh banger. yeah, because, because guess what, boys and girls? In the 80s in WWE, there were a shitload of tag teams that were really good. Bulldogs, Hearts, Demolition. Uh, at one point, Strike Force. At one point, Blanchard and Anderson. I've never heard Caruso's Demolition included too. in that list before. Which the Rujos could go. Oh, yeah, the oh. Rujos could go too, yeah. Isaac, what do you Isaac you're, you're kind of staring off. You, you, you agree, disagree? No, I agree with that. I had to think about. It. I'm thinking of all the tag teams that were. He's, got, he's got the he's got the Rujo's greatest hits on, on his. He's streaming it right now. I'm, I'm still thinking of Tito Santana and Junkyard Dog when they teamed up. I was thinking more along the lines of Tito Santana and Rick Martel when they were striking. I know what you're talking about, but I mean, I'm. I kept thinking about how great you know Tito was before he got injured in that WrestleMania match. Which tore him up for a very long time. Yeah, that, it did. You know, and then he had to come back, but like, almost a year later. And what could have been? Oh yeah, that, I mean, yeah. yeah there, there's so many good tag teams that I actually um, thought of one that I can't move anywhere. Who? For other reasons, because they were oh, also great as singles guys. No, Kane and Undertaker. You can't really move them anywhere because no. a you're messing with the with the great wrestling timeline too much, you know. But you could say that about any of these. But I had the same thought with Rock and Sock. No. To be fair, I might say their styles don't really. No, I, no, you can you can move them. Where would Where? you move them to? WCW. Now, if you, now here, no, hold on, hear me out. 
you got to think about it. Kane Undertaker versus the Road Warriors versus um, who else am I thinking of at that point in time? The Twin Towers, David, you know, Dangerous Dan Spivey, and um, who was it? Um, was it Barry Wyndham at the time? No, Brian, don't say a word. I'm gonna make him. I'm gonna make him rethink this. No, I'm still it's thinking Dan about Dan Spivey, and his. There was dangerous Dan Spivey, and the other guy was mean. It wasn't me, Marcellus. Yes, it was. It was somebody else. Bet me, bet me a hundred dollars. If I have, I bet you it, but it's not Dan yeah. Spivey. It 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 was a it was originally Dan Spivey and Mark Callis, and then it was Mark Callis and Sid Vicious. Because Spivey could never stay healthy, and Spivey also flat out quit. Well, then there's that. We there's that little detail. Yeah, because I mean, Undertaker tells that. a story that Dan Spivey drove them to an arena. Undertaker gets out, gets his bag, and Dan Spivey says, tell Oli I quit, and then he drives off. (laughs) (laughs) That was on the second of the two Undertaker uh, Broken Skull sessions. Yes. Patrick, are you proud of me? Yeah, I'm very proud. (laughs) Because, well, not because of that, not because I knew the answer to that, but because I did not put Deuce and Domino in the time machine. And move them anywhere. Are you proud you of me that I resisted? I'm going to the time machine. I'm going to put you in the time machine and take you back to the French Revolution. Uh, or, or Salem, Massachusetts, and have you burned at the stake. Is that because you think they're so important and such like so important to the timeline that they have to stay no, where they are? Then, AD, they're 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 in the same vein as Simon Dean. I bring them up just to get a reaction out of these out of these guys. And Isaac has gotten good at the stone face, but Patrick can't help himself. No, he's got to he's got to threaten to get the car keys and put his shoes on and drive up, drive up the highway. And, and, and for the record, in. for the record, ladies and gentlemen, seven months ago, I moved and I'm now only a 15 minute drive from Brian's house. <laughs> it's 1107 Eastern Eastern Standard Time. I could be there by 1130 and we could go live to YouTube on this bitch. <laughs> I keep waiting. Have you got a referee shirt, Isaac? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring yeah, it, bring it. We, oh, we okay. talked about that a couple weeks ago. <laughs> we're here and you missed, my, you missed my favorite shirt of all time. Or my second favorite shirt of all time. I missed it. Oh, oh my God. Oh man! Anybody else got anything? Because I'm, I've, I've exhausted all of mine. And as of I, uh, same. No, I'm good. I'm trying to figure anything else. No. I mean, the important thing, ladies and gentlemen, out there in wrestling with Eagles Land is, with great power comes great responsibility. When you have a time machine like we have invested the budget in here, at wrestling with Eagles. we we gotta use it judiciously. We can't just throw every tag team in there and say, "Hey, where do you want to go?" No. I mean, this is members only. This is special privileges. You know, we put we, Sabu, we put Sabu and RVD in it. Justified. We, we are the time variance authority here. Yes. We, you know, we Studied are the long one. and hard to pass the exam. We have all the proper credentials. We filed all the proper <laughs> papers. You said long and hard. Yes, I did, but that's not <laughs> going with that. You son of a bitch. 
Have oh, you been doing the same thing as me? Have you been imagining all these tag teams actually in a hot tub? That's what I was doing. That's what I thought we had to do. Tag team hot tub time machine, baby. Big hot tub. I, mean, I was trying to blend gravitas to the proceedings, and it's you know. And you do, and and you do. But I also want you to know that even without KD here, because KD and I are quickly bonding on something like this, it has always been my mission over the course of the three years history of this show to wreck your gravitas. <laughs> mission accomplished. Uh, undefeated. <laughs> um, just throwing this out there. Can anybody off the top of your head think about moving a tag team to a different division just for the sheer concept of, oh, God, that's a terrible idea? Spirit Squad. There you go. <laughs> you brought them in the time machine? You you passed all the exams and have the proper paperwork, and you brought those people? You're... you're well, who else is coming out? Because there's got to be somebody else coming out right now. You brought the Spirit Squad? Techno Team 2000. Um, the Iconics. Hey. See, now, I'm hey. going to... No, hey. Don't hate on Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, because they never got a fair shake, in my opinion. They were great. You know, like, what the them? most entertaining things in there? We didn't, Just... we didn't talk about any ladies. I would put the Iconics in stardom. Can you imagine what they could do as, as Gaijins and Stardom? Oh, my God, yeah. Because I would imagine Stardom does have a tag division. They do. Okay. Well, you Let's also go. know, I don't know if you realize this or not, but New Japan now has a women's division. Okay. They have crowned their very first women's champion, and it's Kyrie Sane. Congratulations to you, Kyrie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that was, that was, yeah, moving the first I'd have Wait to put the Iconics to the Attitude Era just so I could see them face the old Moolah and Mae Young, and then I could die happy. That, my God. That would be hysterical, because could you imagine... They would lend some class to the proceedings, because they can actually wrestle. Yeah, but also... But it wouldn't be like, a terrible match, yeah. <laughs> It'd be no, okay. But at the same time, could you imagine the backstage vignettes between the Iconics and Mae Young... Oh, Lord. God. God bless me, Young. Mm. Hell yes. Oh, God. So, before we get out of here, a little piece of trivia. Let's see let, Let's see which one of you guys can, get, can, can answer this first, just out of pure curiosity. I'm going to name four wrestlers. Tell me what they all have in common. Are you ready? They're all losers. I'm kidding. Yeah, they are, but... They're all wrestlers. So I win. Merry Christmas to me. I won. Wow, good night, everybody. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Are you but ready? I have a pen. I was going to write the names down. And like, but... Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Big John Stud. Lex Luger. Shinsuke Nakamura. They all have one thing in common. They all four are going to be fighting Great Muta. Ah, uh, no, I don't think I don't think Hacksaw ever fought Muta. Ever fought Muta. Big John Stud probably didn't either. Right. 
Yeah. Give you one hint. I'll give you one hint. No, I'll I'll try. All right. All four of them have held a title in both New Japan and WWE. No. No. Okay. It is WWE based. It is solely WWE related. Huh? Won a rumble? No. Yeah, they've all won a rumble. Ah. There's more to it, though. Which rumble did Big John Sud win? The second one? The second one. Okay. Want me, want me to expand on KD's answer? Because KD's halfway there. They're all, like, from number two? No. They're the only four people to win a Royal Rumble and not ever win the WWE title. Ah. And that is men's and women's because every woman that has won the rumble has held the title. You mentioned the women's rumble and I'm required by law to do the Adam Pierce. Oh yeah. Go ahead. No, it was Fit Finley. (laughs) My favorite thing I've ever seen Finley do. (laughs) Keep the book (laughs) now. That's that's a good, I, 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 Mm. you gave me all night. I wouldn't have come up with that. Yeah, I, I had someone drop that on me, and I was on that for a day, and I was like, I give up. I know they all won Rumbles. I'm like, yeah, they're the only people that won the Rumble that never won the title. I'm like, oh, yeah. That's why when you, that's why when you said WWE, I was thinking, but Shinsuke Nakamura really hasn't done much there. That was one of the only things I could think of. Stud won before those stakes were added, right? Yes. Yeah. But it was all it, of them in the ring at once, weren't it? And so what? They were all in the ring at once, weren't they, for the first one? Like they were, it was more like a battle. No, they wheel. still came out in at time intervals. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's the yeah. Yeah, that but um, even though even though that Hacksaw and, and Big John Stud weren't did not have those the title stipulations, they still never won the title. I mean, True. think about that. Think about everybody else that won the title during the early early years of the Rumble. Hogan won it multiple times. Um, Flair won it, even though the title was on the line. Um, it really wasn't that, they really didn't have that many rumbles. I remember there was one year, I went back to the beginning and started watching the rumbles from the beginning. I remember thinking that the first, like, five or six years were just kind of hard to watch, except for the one that Flair won. Um, because oh, yeah. of all the, Because of all of the, you know, Bobby Heenan gloriness. That, and just, you knew, like, I knew how important that night was. Like, it was a big night right. in wrestling history. But, like, you try to watch the 87 and 88 Rumbles, and it's hard to watch. It, oh, yeah, it's, like, very, very um, stilted, and the production values are horrible, and, you know, they don't, they don't, they never had the countdown clock that often. No, especially the very first one. Yeah, you're not you're not gonna like it because the first rumble, uh, rumble I remember watching was the three faces of Foley one. I think there might have been some before. That's the first one that I remember. That makes That's sense. Ninety-seven. Yeah. And I remember watching first the first one. When was that? Eighty-eight. Oh, okay. Well, I think you're right. Eighty-eight. Katie, mm. were you alive then? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I was born in three years after that. If you had to pick your favorite Rumble of all time. <laughs> Me or 
Anyway, how old are you? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd probably say that one anyway. 92. I would probably either say 92 or two, or 2020. And I know why you'd say that. No, not not just because of Edge. Brock and his, and, and the beginning of that rumble, yeah. and then the sheer good. explosion when Drew, when, when Drew mm-hmm. kicked him out. Good God. I go back and forth between two of them. 2001 in New Orleans. Is that the one where Triple H came back? He was already back by that point because the main okay. event of that one was Triple H and Angle. Okay. But that Royal Rumble had uh, the hardcore shenanigans at the beginning with Al Snow and the bowling ball. Oh, that's right. It had Kane and Drew Care, like Kane going nuts and everybody at the beginning. <laughs> and then. Um, but then he eliminated, eliminated himself as well with all the people in yes. the white coats. Okay, yeah, yes. that was good. Yeah, the white of cash. Yeah. And then my other favorite one is 2006. The one in Madison Square Garden where uh, Undertaker and Michael started it. Oh, yeah. And then and, and one the of my before. favorite moments in wrestling ever, bar none, is Cena coming out at number 30 and just a look of abject horror on Triple H. Or mm-hmm. not horror, incredula- incredulity on Triple H's face. Both, both are correct. Being incredulous and also just sheer horror. Yes. Um, because it was like he'd seen a ghost. Um, yeah. That one was great. For me... 2020, because of that reaction with, you know, Brock's first, Brock going in at number one and the first 13 people, and then that explosion, and then 92, because Bobby Heenan has me wanting to piss my pants because I'm laughing so hard. Yeah. Gorilla Monsoon constantly reminding him that no one's ever entered one through five and won the rubble. Oh, shut up! <laughs> You know, Piper Piper comes in, saves Flair. Oh, thank you, Roddy. Thank you, Roddy. It's not a skirt. It's a kill. And then a few minutes later, he hits Piper. Are oh, you skirt-wearing freak? <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the year that Michaels won at the first time? 95? That was That's my favorite one because that's where we get the Shawn Michaels role. Mm. Yeah. So that's got to be it. I mean, he did start it. He did come in, you know, at number one against, and number two was Bulldog. Yeah, and then they were the last ones in. Yeah. Um, for the record, more Bobby Hand hilariousness. It's either it's either the Rumble '92 or SummerSlam '91 when it's Bobby Hand and Roddy Piper the whole night long. You know, Monsoon, Piper's parents used to send him to school and then move and not tell him where he would go, where they were moving. You're to do it twice in one show, Patrick, and it's not going to work. Say so what? You're trying to break me twice in one show, and it's not going to work. Almost. You know. We're almost there, ladies and gentlemen. You know, Piper, Piper's parents used to send him to school with his lunch wrapped in a roadmap. Jesus, that, that's the face that he's there. Look at that. We're almost there, ladies and gentlemen. So, so here we so here we go. Here we go. Where's that hang up button? Not only that, but Bobby Heenan, Hall of Fame induction. You know, please excuse the way I'm talking. I had a wedgie. 
You sit, you sit at home for nine months in your underwear, doing chemo, watching Judge Judy, and you'll go nuts. <laughs> Come on, Brian. Give, give in to your hate. Give in to the dark side. <laughs> On a plane ride with Larry Flint. <laughs> That's the greatest line of Flair's face. I had to beat you to the punch. Yes, you did. Flair's face goes from normal complexion to the color of KD's coat. Just <laughs> like that. Oh, oh my god you want to talk about wildlife we had Heavy. the bulldog we had the other bulldog we had the killer bees we had a snake we had the wild samoans and i'm the weasel doing commentary with the gorilla See, I, I'm, I didn't get to enjoy any of him during this time. He was never there, like, really while I was listening, you know. He was never a commentator for me. Katie, I've said this on this show plenty of times. If I'm ever feeling down, I will pull up, I will pull up the Hall of Fame, the, the year he went into the Hall of Fame. And I will watch his induction speech. And be in tears laughing by the time he's halfway through with it because he just he unloaded everything he had and it was just <laughs> the whole do, way do you, through. Want, do you have the do you have a subscription to the network i do but i won't go back and watch it like i'm more likely i've seen bits of, i don't get me wrong i've seen bits of him on a youtube and that he's got a documentary like, yeah. on the it's worth it's worth your time sir oh, i yeah. hope they suggest I've, I will. I it, might not. It, I don't know. It's it's it, it's good for a great laugh. It's. it's I've seen like a lot of the um like the. Was he in one of those roundtable interviews at one point? Yes. Yeah, yes, he was. So saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Man. He was the subject of some of them too, because there was an episode about managers. Yeah. And he figures heavily in that discussion, obviously. Yeah, if you ever want to watch any of those roundtables and really laugh, watch the one about the worst about the worst gimmicks, and then and then listen to Dusty Rhodes telling the story about the Shockmaster. Oh, <laughs> I think that was Uncle Fred. It's Uncle Fred. <laughs> well, that was an amazing one that was. Oh my God! And then obviously Bulldog, Bulldog live on TV. He fell on his ass, and you're hearing Flair going, "Oh no." So me watching that as well, like years later, didn't realize as well that they tried to carry it on for weeks afterwards. Uh -huh. Still trying to still make it a thing somehow after that. Oh my god! Oh, it's it a was... thing. It's very much a thing. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. It's... Oh, I I remember speaking of Shockmaster. Remember when they went uh in the early years of WWE Network, they had that they had that show Countdown. Yeah. And uh, they did worst gimmicks or worst blunders or everything else and then they get to number one and of course it's a shot master and they start it with an interview where they sit down with cena and he just goes the fucking shot master <laughs> <laughs> like, anybody want to put him in the time machine and send him anywhere no well, anywhere why 
we weren't do, we weren't doing tag teams. Did you guys no. discuss him in the? Did you guys discuss him in the? No, nobody brought him up. I was just asking if anybody wanted to. Honestly, yeah. Give it another go. Cena, yeah, there's somewhere no. I would move him. <laughs> no, seriously, I would move him to ECW. Who? Cena. I'm not talking about Cena. Oh. <laughs> I'm asking, does anybody want to put the Shockmaster in the time machine? Oh. If for no other reason than we could construct the wall a little better. That is the most excited anyone has got now, over Shockmaster. Yeah, now. I, I would know. move the Shockmaster to now because, you know, there's a little thing called Home Depot now. Yes. Yes. Where you could consult with a technician about how to build your wall so that you don't trip over it when you're crashing through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not only that, but you've got all sorts of uh, all sorts of fixer-upper shows on any television network of you choosing. I'm sure that not only with Home Depot, you could also pair up with Chip and Joanna Games and get yes. your and, and get your get the wall remodeled in such a way where it's very conducive to run through and not drop your glittery. Storm I came up with the idea to put some nice, some nice sconces on either side of the part where he was going to break through it, and it made it a lot more homey, a lot more, you know, country vibe. It, it, it really set it off, in my opinion. The only thing I would change if we were not only moving the Shockmaster to currently right now, we would have a very nice decor, but I would have his entire suit, helmet, jacket, everything he had, red, and then he would go through the, go through the wall and go, oh yeah. Uh, I know exactly what I would do. I would have set up. <laughs> I would have set up the exact same thing that did happen, like a last few months ago. And then in that final moment, when everyone thought he was going to be Bray Wyatt stepping through the door, no, it was the Shockmaster, lantern and all. That's all what it was. Look at Brian's face right now. How dare you! How dare you take something so sacred? And desecrate all over it. Wow, I'm gonna I'm gonna storm off the show. At, wow, I wow. Would be majestic though. Oh my god, that's that one is, adjective. That's that the is... adjective I got in my mind. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, of the three Americans, I am the biggest Bray Wyatt mark there is, and that is the most gloriously hilarious thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, I, I, just to clap, I love Bray Wyatt, too. Oh, uh, oh it's, it, it shines through. I mean, it's just... You know, I just clearly. think the Shockmaster would have been better. That, that's all. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know how I feel about the whole um, LA Knight feud. I don't, I don't know. I'm interested to see where... I like LA Knight, though. I hadn't seen much of him until he came to SmackDown and dropped the whole... Maximum male model thing. Thank God. Yeah. Talk yeah. Awful gimmicks. Um, Let me talk to you. My God. <laughs> Shockmaster, Shockmaster at the end of Extreme Rules. My God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm ne- I am never going to be able to watch that <laughs> and not think of this. You have completely, in a hilarious <laughs> way, you have completely ruined this for me. Oh, God. 
How you doing over there, Brian? Brian's off. If that had actually happened, I think <laughs> that would get me to cancel my hmm? network. I would just cancel the Peacock network altogether, and I would just say, screw you. No, no, would here's it, what would, would happen. Would it be better well, or worse hey, if it was him hey. under the helmet, though? Oh, my God. I don't know. I can't decide. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, KD, KD, let's, <laughs> let, let, let's kind of go rogue on this whole time machine thing. Let's go back and actually do that. Not only is Brian, go- not only is Brian going to cancel his network subscription, but when he comes back on this show, I swear before God and everything, I beat this, I beat this into the dirt and run it <laughs> off this show. <laughs> Brian would not speak to me for three months. I said, he'd finally call me. I'm like, oh, so you're not mad at me anymore? No, I'm still mad at you. <laughs> Actually, that's the only way it would be fine is if it if it turns out it was Bray Wyatt under the. But then Some what's the point? It. What's the point? It's not like the Shockmaster has such a rich heritage and history to un to to unravel and put under the microscope. Which hey, is why you need to... Bray Wyatt to really you know flesh it out. Hey, I mean, neither did Husky Harris. <laughs> Husky Harris had such a an amazing lineage with WWE, but I mean. What? Look what's happened. Look at look what's happened with that. I mean, if anybody yes, he became be a to... rabbit puppet. We get it. Right. Or no, a pig puppet. Sorry. Pig. Right. But if anybody's gonna be able to resurrect the the memory and the mystique of the Shockmaster, it's it's Uncle Howdy. Are we still talking about this? <laughs> yeah. Are we, we still, still are. going on about this? I'm... Yes, we still are. <laughs> I'm, I I don't know about you. I, KD Isaac. I don't know about you guys, but I'm still talking about this. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm. <laughs> What's next, Shockmaster for Wrestler of the Year? I mean, you know, we no, might no, as well no, just no, 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 no. take this to its god awful conclusion. What? 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 No. No. Not. N- no. We are not going Shockmaster of the Year. It was Shockmaster of the Year. Good God. Shockmaster is Wrestler of the Year. <laughs> Well, that's I'll, I'll just I'll just get the award right now. It's still over dun, dun, here. Dun, 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 dun. I, guess, I guess we don't need to do the Iggy show in a couple of weeks. Hand <laughs> it out right now. Oh my god. <laughs> You know what has not happened on this show in a very long... Oh, my God. Isaac is dying. <laughs> you know what has not I happened on this I just freed up your, your Christmas season, guys. You should be thanking me. Yay! You know what hasn't happened on this show in a very long time that's happening right right now? Mm. A hard right turn right into what the hell, Bill. <laughs> this show has did gone you know, off the did, rails. Basically, we're all sitting here saying, did we really go there? <laughs> yeah. Did we? Do we really? You have no one to blame but yourselves. I sure didn't go there. I'm kicking and screaming. Whoa, whoa, whoa! For you to say you have no one to blame but ourselves, you're insinuating that I have a problem with this. You should. <laughs> Clearly. To be fair, to be fair, I do have a problem with it that we didn't come up with it earlier in the episode. Oh, for fuck's sake! I do have an issue <laughs> with that. Brian, gentlemen, 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 please, for just a moment, I need to be serious. Brian. Aloysius Krigo. 
You have been my best friend for 10 years. Yeah. How in God's name do you not expect this from me yet? Doesn't mean I have to like it. Doesn't mean I doesn't mean I can't hope you'll you'll turn over a new leaf one of these days after I don't know the 924th time. Me? Moi? You act like I'm some sort of, you know, you know, deviant comedic genius. Oh wait, I am. You don't tell uh, We've reached the part of the show where Patrick spends 20 minutes putting himself over. No, 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 no. Just, just a couple seconds. No, just a couple seconds. Uh-oh. Feels like 20 minutes. Nah. <laughs> I have not been putting myself over at all, sir. Thank you very much. I have been putting over the freaking Shockmaster. Well, and by extension. No, no, no. Hey, hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If you really want to get down to brass tacks, this is all KD's fault. <laughs> No, I'll happily wear that badge. How dare you pick on the newcomer? No, no, I, no. You you say it like it's a bad thing. I still consider it a compliment. Thank you. Isaac, Isaac. came on a month ago and I thought I had an ally. Apparently that's (laughs) Isaac, Isaac. Present company excluded. Please do not take offense to this. Thank God I finally have someone on this show that is on the same wavelength as I am. KD, I am so glad you're here, man. <laughs> I'm here. Because don't get me wrong, Isaac <laughs> Isaac has great points. And Isaac is an amazing addition to this show. But Isaac lacks the one thing that I wish... You have one thing that I wish to God Isaac had on this show, and that is a sick and demented twi- twisted sense of humor. Oh, okay, yeah, I got that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, the second demented humor hasn't come out that much yet. It'll come. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, boys and girls, what you're gonna be get, what you need to be getting used to on this show is the fact that Katie and I are gonna say stupid shit. Isaac's gonna laugh his ass off, and Brian's gonna have facial expression just like that. <laughs> Where's Big the etc? Where did I Big put main? that bottle of etc? I need to Hallelujah. Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> dip into that here momentarily. I, Isaac, are you okay with this? I'm okay. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, uh, I've seen oh, more. great. That makes three of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know what? Sounds like a great time to remind everybody out there wrestling with Eagles land that 75 matches were rated higher than Vince versus Sean in 2006. And you people still picked it as the PWI match of the year. Why? You people? You people. What do I mean, you people? I I love what it shows. What do you mean, you people? (laughs) (laughs) Brian, Brian, you should know by now never to say the words you people on this show. (laughs) Another quick (laughs) trivia question about the matches in 2006. How many five-star rating, how many matches got a five-star rating in 2006? I'm going to say zero because Kenny Omega wasn't wrestling then. (laughs) Isaac. (laughs) 
Um, I say listen five. This observer then. Yes, this is the the list I was referencing at the beginning of the show. Uh, uh, three. The answer is one. There was only one five star match. Who was it? Shawn Michaels and no, Vince. it was not Shawn Michaels and Vince <laughs> and Turdberger. Oh, it, it was it was Shane and Vince versus Shawn and God. No, it was not. It was from ring. It was ROH Supercard of Honor. It was a six-person tag between the winning team of oh boy, I'm going to pronounce these names wrong, and I humbly apologize. Dragon Kid. Oh God. Genki Horiguchi. And Rio Saito defeated the team of Naruki Dole, Masato Yoshin- Yoshino, and Sima. C-I-M-A. Not Cena. Not Cena. Okay. Cena. Cena's a little bit further down the list. I, I told you Cena and Edge was a four and a quarter star match. Oh. Which one was that? Was that the TLC match? Yes. Okay, that was a, that was a great match. In Toronto. Yeah, like those those people you said in Ring of Honor. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't heard of a single one of them. I've heard. Well, of actually, to be fair, uh, uh, yeah, slightly heard of Sima or yeah, wherever he was. Because he 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 had a cup of coffee in the, in the early stages of AEW. Yeah. Now if uh, RJ were on the show, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, I know all those guys. I'm I'm oh, yeah, all their work." <laughs> yeah, because RJ digests Japanese wrestling. Just, just, just trying to tie a ribbon on it, boys, and bring it all back around to some semblance of saneness and, you know, in, you know, intellectual savior of the wrestling masses that everybody craves and tunes in for. Shockmaster. <laughs> Sadly, he did not fit, factor in any of the top-rated matches of 2006. I mean, it was and, a close call, but and 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 that's why, and and that's why Dave Meltzer has no idea what he's talking about. Because if you can't appreciate the greatness that is in Shockmaster... I didn't know it was going with that then. <laughs> oh, no, KD. This is what you signed up for. You're, you're, you're aligned with <laughs> Eagle that ate Manhattan over there. This is what you need to, you know... I mean... You're, you're sitting front row center, bud. Come on, now. I'm... Personally, you wanted this. <laughs> <laughs> you called down the thunder. Now you got it. <laughs> I'd give the Shock Matter at least a good four and a half stars. Five. Five. Once he walks through the door. Thank you. Thank you. Out of how many? About 75. Okay. <laughs> you know, Five out of 75. We have one foot grounded in reality. <laughs> Absurd reality, but still reality. It would be a strong five stars if it was wide under the under the mask. That's you know, so I couldn't go to full five. What's next? A goat episode about the Shockmaster? I'll call your bluff. Nah. Okay. Yeah, I thought so. (laughs) (laughs) When you look at like the 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 list we use to to determine a goat, I mean, he doesn't have. He doesn't have the uh, the championship pedigree. Nope. He doesn't really have a very long career. I mean, the intangibles are through the effing roof. No, they were through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't through the roof. Oh, good. Don't sugarcoat it. <laughs> he just said through the wall. 
I mean, that ring gear, man. Woo! That should be a category. Talk about mom jeans. Shockmaster rocked the mom jeans. Remember what he wore. All I remember is the helmet and the coat. My God. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to end it on no, his intangibles were through the wall. I think we're going to end it right <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> well, there been Isaac. A, That's never there, happened before. Oh, that. Wait. Oh, you. I, yeah, I broke Isaac. That's never happened before. I'm about to say, I'm about to say wait a minute. I've had Isaac. Uh, I've had Isaac Barry. Katie and I have had Isaac doing this number for like the last hour. No. <laughs> I figured I'd come <laughs> the singer there, coming at the uh, end. The singer. That was that was a great one. So, you know, also, you know, those intangibles, and I, you know, I got to throw a little, you know, lame ass attempt at hip hop humor, but also from the the window to the wall. <laughs> Thank you, Isaac. He did have Thank sweat you. dripping down his balls. <laughs> Somebody went there, and it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, you know what? This has been a two-hour-long show, and I am yeah. fine with that <laughs> because it's been about an hour and twenty minutes of really good content, and another forty of us just busting Brian, which could be considered even better content, really. They, some of our some of our best shows are, <laughs> unfortunately for Brian, some of our best shows come at his expense. Hey, 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 baby. Hey, hey, Brian. Yeah. I love you, buddy. Yeah, I love you too. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do legitimately no. love your backdrop, though. Your backdrop is beautiful. He's Thank talking you. to you. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> he has he has the nicest backdrop of the three of us. Although I have to say, although I have to say, your your backdrop's rather nice too, KD. Uh, it's just a plush looking up. blanket you have there. It's a full-on blanket nailed to the wall because it kind of kills the sound off a little bit when I'm in here. Dude, it still works. I never would have guessed that that was nailed to the wall. <laughs> really? I thought it was just like an occasional chair that you draped a blanket over or something. Went to the wall. <laughs> and one day it's going to fall down and bury my dog. And my dog will not be able to do anything because it's broken. Well, if it does fall down, you'll join. Well, really do that. You've got an illustrious lineage to follow there with things falling down on people's heads. <laughs> <laughs> okay, have you seen? Have you watched the intro of our show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the green screen falling on my head. Oh no, I haven't seen that. I think I listened to it. That's what I did. Wasn't there something to do with? Like, he uses the best friends theme. Down with the down with the, down with the best. Yeah, friends. yeah, yeah. I've seen that. So yeah. you should cue well, a YouTube and any one of the YouTube shows that we have. We use the same intro for basically all of them. I don't remember seeing it. I've watched it because I remember. I've yeah. I was trying to remember what song it was, but I don't yeah, remember green screen full on your head. I'll have to look again in that case. Yeah, because uh, uh, I've got um, the green the green screens behind me, and the picture that I'm using is Game of Thrones. Is Palpatine's throne from episode nine? Oh, I from thought it was a Game of Thrones throne. Sorry. No, it's Palpatine's throne from uh, from Rise of Skywalker. Uh, and um, hated the that, new trio. That huh? I hated the new trio, new trilogy. They weren't Puff terrible. Force Awakens. They weren't. They weren't terrible. They were still better than one, two, and three because one and two were just absolute trash. 
three was really good. Seven, Episode eight, one nine. was the first Star Wars I ever watched. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I was a I'm fan of Jar Jar. I'm surprised you finished him. Oh, my God. Anyway, let's, we, really need to, we really need to stop that there, because once we start talking about Star Wars, we really lose Brian. You could have stopped recording at any point. So Why? What's the fun in that? <laughs> Do you know about lost him in because he doesn't like Star Wars? It's not that I don't like it. It's just I've watched them. I can't wrap my head around it. So therefore, it's not the first thing I reach for when I want to watch, you know. And they also make no sense. And they're really cheesy and not very good. Which Um, is weird because he can't get his head head around Star Wars, but he watches wrestling. Yeah, but in wrestling, you don't suddenly have a woman in space flying across space just it makes it makes less sense than wrestling and that's saying something I and i'm, I'm talking vincent man like ceno full-on ceno level and that still makes more sense i have two words for you black scorpion oh wait, you're you never mind you were born in the 90s you didn't have to watch that god-awful shit <laughs> i did <laughs> Yeah, and I and let me let me let me guess, Isaac, you're in the same boat that I am. I wish I hadn't. <laughs> I can't erase that from my mind, unfortunately. That it, that MF finally comes out of that big gigantic egg. That thing opens up, and I'm like, motherfucker, that's Ric Flair. Come on, you're not even trying. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm the fact that you've lost me. I'm scrolling through Facebook right now, and I see that the episodes are up so i'm sharing them i don't know why this came up in my facebook feed but you guys are going to get a kick out of this okay go it's a page called wwe heel yard <coughs> bless me never heard of it bless you and it says the 2023 men's royal rumble list has been leaked uh, okay oh god i don't buy into much of it because it could change at any time you know oh yeah Someone's going to especially when I start reading these names to you. Entrant number one, Hornswoggle. <laughs> okay. Entrant number two, <laughs> Kurt Hawkins. Entrant number three, Mace. Number Masse. four, Masse. Gilbert. Get it right. Sorry, Masse. Gilbert at number four. Goldberg at number five. <laughs> Adam Pierce, Scrap Daddy at number six. <laughs> EC3 at number seven. And I kid you not, entrant number eight is my boy, Simon Dean. I'll be right back. Entrant number nine, Paul Heyman. Entrant number 10, MJF. Entrant number 11, The Boogeyman. Number 12, JBL. Number 13, R Truth. 14, Bob Barker. 16, uh, 15, Elias, 16, Ezekiel, <laughs> 17, Elrod. Oh, who's Elrod? It's the Elrod. other brother. The other brother. Oh. 18, Shorty G, 19, Akira Tozawa, 20, Elon Musk. <laughs> 21, uh, how's, how's Mansoor pronouncing his name now? Mansoir. Okay. 
22, Dr. Phil, 23, Max Dupree, 24, T-Bar, 25, Hulk Hogan on a bus. And he's elim- he eliminates five people. Oh, God. <laughs> 26, Michael Cole, 27, Ric Flair, 28, Slapjack, 29, Mr. Kennedy. And how could number 30 be anybody else? For the Shockmaster. No, Vincent uh. Kennedy McMahon. Oh, Who is your winner? Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. No. It says Vince McMahon is the winner. No, fuck that. Hornswoggle okay. goes wire. I fell Hor- hook, line, and sinker. Hornswoggle goes wire to wire and at the end eliminates his dad. You know what? I was saying a lot at the beginning about how I don't buy a lot of these lists most of the time, but I'm going to take it back. That seems legit to me. Yeah, me too. I buy it. I, uh, I think it makes sense. I think, get, I think you can get a great tag team uh, tag team formed in the Rumble between Mansois and Hornswoggle. I think so. Yeah. It's natural. Yeah. Simon Dean and the Boogeyman can rekindle their feud. Yeah. Longstanding. We can finally see Goldberg eat Gilberg. We've all been waiting for that. No, actually, that should be a tag team. That true. Maybe we'll take him under his wing after. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hey, substitute one of them and have, and then create a trio of Goldberg, Gilberg, and Glacier, and then you call them Iceberg. Lost me for a second, but then pull me back. Where's my boy Vinny Vegas? He's not on there. He didn't make the cut. Sadly. How did he? How did he not make the cut? I don't know, but speaking of making the cut, we need to cut this show. <laughs> because I've been waiting for you to hit the stop record button. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't signed off. I'm just letting this son of a bitch run because it's been awesome. But at the same time, I'm realizing that battery, my battery on my phone is about to die. So it's time to cut this before we run out of real estate. It's 10 to 5. The battery on my body is about to die. So, Well, you know what? That is that is that is our cue. So i got sleep to do and porn to watch. <laughs> that being said, we're going to get out of here. Thank you so much for being a part of this wild ride. Uh, hope you guys have had as much fun as we have. Well, everybody except Brian. Brian sure as hell hasn't f- had fun this last <laughs> hour. Um but do not forget to don't don't hesitate to get get in touch with us on the show. You can tweet the show at wrestling x egos. I'm at rant mode on. Uh, Isaac is at i the fourth. Brian's b Kriego one five. K, KD, where can we find you on the socials? At KD Comedy Inc. KD Comedy Inc. I keep forgetting that. I gotta remember that at some point. Ah. Um. I so, you make a list of Twitter handles. Like you tell me to make a list of the podcast platforms. Oh, make a list of I, Twitter. You know, I'm, I'm going to have to. I mean, I didn't have to worry about it because it, I, I used to be able to remember them because I had those little motion graphics that had all of our shit on it until I decided to get lazy and make it easier and not so animated. Um, that way the raster didn't take five and a half freaking hours for a show. <laughs> mm. So that being said, we are going to get out of here because, you know, they're playing the, the ED commercial theme song in the background which means it's time for this for us to wrap this up you can take that however dirty you want <laughs> ah, nothing wrong a bit of chewing the blue uh, 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 tag team hot tub tag team hot tub time machine there you go
So thank you guys for being a part of this insanity called Wrestling with Egos because this, not only is this why we love this show, but this is also why we wrestling. See you next week. I love you, Brian. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>